0: Amidst the controversy surrounding their 737 MAX jets, Boeing finds itself bracing for another major challenge. There's a lot going on in the world, so on fin Weekly, I cut through the noise and keep you updated on the most important financial and economic trends. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Today is Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. First up, Powell's rate rollercoaster. In an interview early this week, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell hinted that the possibility of a March rate cut was in fact unlikely, highlighting the need for more assurance from additional economic data. Even though investors in the market were gearing up for those promised rate cuts, Powell emphasized that it's important to look before they leap, especially at indicators like inflation trends, employment statistics, and the overall economic performance. This deliberate approach underscores the Federal Reserve's commitment to a well-informed and data-driven monetary policy. Powell said that their objective is to ensure that any adjustments in interest rates align with the sustained reduction in inflation to the targeted 2%, and stressed the importance of maintaining the reliability of positive signals of economic resilience observed over the past six months. The potential impacts of these considerations range from influencing borrowing costs and broader economic conditions for individuals to more global repercussions on financial markets and sentiments. During his interview, Powell also highlighted various economic facets, including geopolitical risks, the Chinese economy, concerns about federal debt, and issues within the commercial real estate sector. And it's worth mentioning that he was adamant about the Federal Reserve's commitment to maintaining integrity and in decision-making and even took an opportunity to reassure stakeholders that political considerations played no role in their policy decisions. Moving on, the big apples, big sell. New York City landlords are grappling with a staggering $75 billion decline in the value of apartment buildings subject to the rent regulation system. This upset has led to properties being sold at a 34% lower average unit price than in 2019. The 2019 changes in rent control laws have disrupted landlords' conventional strategy of buying, renovating, and raising rents on stabilized units. Landlords, including major institutional investors, are facing financial distress, mortgage foreclosures, and challenges in property maintenance. One major economic impact includes the Federal Deposit Insurance Corp., the FDIC, unloading $15 billion in loans backed by these apartments at a 40% discount. This situation reflects a global resurgence in rent control debates, addressing issues of housing affordability, property rights and market efficiency. What that means is finding a way to strike a balance between protecting tenants and ensuring landlords receive fair returns on their investments. But this isn't just happening in the U.S. Countries around the world are reconsidering or implementing rent control laws as they grapple with the complexities of addressing housing shortages while navigating the potential distortions in real estate markets worldwide. Let's talk about Canada's foreign buyer ban. And speaking of international real estate markets, the Canadian government, led by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, has extended the ban on foreign home buyers for an additional two years. The ban, initially implemented in 2022, was set to expire on January 1, 2025, but has now been extended until January 1, 2027. The measure aims to restrict non-Canadians from purchasing residential real estate, particularly in cities like Toronto and Vancouver, amid concerns about rising housing costs. Finance Minister Christia Freeland stated that the extension of the foreign buyer ban is intended to ensure that houses serve as homes for Canadian families, preventing them from becoming a speculative financial asset class. And if you're wondering why that might be a concern, the government is addressing worries about residents being priced out of local housing markets, emphasizing the need to prioritize housing for domestic use. The extension of the ban reflects the government's commitment to tackling affordability challenges in the housing market. But there's an exception to every rule, as exemptions for foreign buyers seeking vacant land or property for development, as well as for foreign students and those on work permits are already in place. Other additional measures include a proposed 10% tax on home purchases by non-residents in Toronto, as multiple levels of government in Canada are adopting measures to cool housing costs. And after a national benchmark home price increase of a shocking 36% in the last five years, it's easy to understand why Canada is being so proactive with their decision-making. Extending the ban aligns with broader efforts to balance housing affordability and discourage speculative practices in the real estate market. Next up, tech titans defy gravity. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, alongside major investors in the collective tech giants known as the Magnificent Seven, Alphabet, Amazon, Apple, Meta Platforms, Microsoft, NVIDIA, and Tesla, have spurred a significant shift in the stock market landscape this week. Despite earlier concerns about rising bond yields posing challenges, These companies have defied expectations, seeing a surge in value that surpasses the combined GDP of some major cities. Meta platforms notably led the surge in profits and was ahead of Tesla in market cap. This growth underscores the ongoing competition and changing dynamics within the tech sector and maybe the underlying tensions between their CEOs. I'm referring of course to the fact that Elon Musk's playful challenge to Mark Zuckerberg for a cage match, which never actually came to fruition. So what do these sky high stocks tell us about the market? Well, the unexpected resilience of tech stocks amidst rising yields challenges conventional wisdom of market dynamics. In fact, the magnificent seven, including Tesla have contributed to the S and P 500's growth emphasizing their significant impact in the broader market. For my investors listening to this, you may find it beneficial to adopt what is called a barbell strategy, which means balancing investments in big tech with assets that may perform well in downturns. Moving on, wage hikes signal Japan recovery. Also on my radar this week, Japan's annual wage negotiations involving major companies, the Bank of Japan, Ringo, and UA Zensen. Initial reports last week hinted at potential relief for households dealing with rising living costs as some companies consider wage increases surpassing last year's gains and inflation rates. These negotiations carry significant importance for the central bank's plan to exit its negative rate policy expected in March or April as they offer crucial insights into the wage price cycle. However, Challenges have started to emerge as smaller companies find it difficult to implement substantial pay raises, which could potentially affect the overall outcome. Despite economic forecast, Ringo aims for a minimum 5% increase and UA Zensen targets 6%, which could positively impact households and strengthen the case for interest rate hikes, indicating a potential shift in Japan's monetary policy approach. The contrast between the ambitious goals of larger labor unions and the hurdles faced by smaller firms highlights the intricacies of navigating Japan's economic terrain and the ramifications of these negotiations for both the central bank and the broader economy. As Japan contends with demographic changes and economic revival, the outcome of these negotiations extends beyond wage trends, influencing broader monetary policy decisions and the country's economic trajectory. And back to tech, Snap snips staff. Snap Inc., the parent company of Snapchat, is reducing its workforce by about 10% worldwide, echoing broader challenges faced by other social media platforms when it comes to generating ad revenue. This move comes as Snap struggles to match the success of competitors like Meta, which experienced significant sales growth in the same period. Similar to the motivations of other companies cutting their workforce, the layoffs aim to streamline operations and adapt to a shifting advertising landscape. These changes follow previous restructuring efforts, including a 20% reduction in the workforce in 2022. However, the layoffs signal potential challenges for Snap's business trajectory, particularly as it approaches its fourth quarter earnings report with analysts anticipating a decline in ad revenue for 2023. Meanwhile, SNAP's restructuring contributes to a broader trend in the tech industry, where companies are scaling back to control cost amidst a post-pandemic landscape. And though investors have generally responded positively to cost-cutting measures, the long-term implications for SNAP's competitiveness and innovation remain uncertain. Up next, Boeing crashing down to earth? Amidst the controversy surrounding their 737 MAX jets, Boeing finds itself bracing for another major challenge. This time, its largest union, the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, the IAM, is demanding a substantial 40% pay raise over the next several years. This demand is not without context. It reflects years of dissatisfaction over previous agreements and draws inspiration from successful labor movements in other sectors, like in Hollywood last year. The current landscape, characterized by a resurgent U.S. labor movement, a scarcity of skilled aerospace workers, and Boeing's urgent need to stabilize factory operations due to their recent manufacturing challenges, has emboldened IAM to take a firm stance. Should negotiations fail and a strike ensue, it could significantly disrupt Boeing's operations in Washington and Oregon, particularly impacting the production of vital aircraft models such as the 737. Conversely, meeting IAM's demands could mean enhanced wages and benefits for thousands of workers. However, the ramifications extend beyond the factory floor. Boeing's global competitiveness and supply chain resilience are also on the line, with investors closely monitoring developments. Up next, Xi moves in mysterious ways. With their economy still in turmoil, Chinese regulators are poised to brief President Xi Jinping on strategies to tackle the nation's stock market decline, now signaling potential for significant government interventions. Reports indicate a rally in Chinese stocks, with the CSI 300 benchmark surging 3.5% and small cap equities making notable gains. With over $7 trillion lost in equities since 2021, policymakers aim to stabilize the market ahead of the Lunar New Year holiday to maintain consumer confidence. Despite potential temporary boost in market sentiment from renewed government efforts, ongoing volatility remains a concern for investors given past unsuccessful rescue attempts. The rebound in Chinese stocks may erase worries about broader economic stability amid global market turbulence, but long-term recovery will depend on effective government measures and broader economic factors like trade dynamics and regulatory policies. Even still, investors remain cautiously optimistic despite the uncertainties, with regulatory actions and economic trends shaping market performance in the foreseeable future. However, risks persist for buyers as the outcome of the meeting with President Xi Jinping could disappoint and triggered renewed selling pressure. Looking back to previous examples, past market interventions suggest that state support can lead to temporary rebounds, but may not ensure sustained rallies. Moving on, Wall Street looks to the east. In a major shakeup, Wall Street is making a strategic shift, turning its gaze from China to India. This change is being led by major players like Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley, who are backing India as the next big global investment hotspot. What's driving this upheaval? It's a tale of two economies. India's ambitious infrastructure projects stand in stark contrast to China's economic slowdown and mounting tensions with Western nations. Investors are enticed by India's promising growth prospects, stable political climate and efforts to emerge as a viable manufacturing alternative to China. And as capital flows towards India, it not only offers investors diverse investment avenues, but also poses a challenge to China's long-standing dominance in the region. Further, this shift signifies a broader realignment of global economic power dynamics, potentially reshaping trade and investment patterns worldwide. However, while India's future looks bright, Investors must still tread cautiously and consider the inherent risks and uncertainties posed by its market dynamics and political landscape. This transition marks a pivotal moment in the evolution of global finance, with India emerging as a focal point of opportunity and transformation. And up last, New York Community Bancorp rocks market. Finally, intensified pressure from the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency, the OCC, prompted New York Community Bancorp, NYCB, to make unexpected financial adjustments last week. These included slashing dividends and increasing cash reserves amid concerns about potential commercial real estate loan defaults. Influenced by discussions with OCC officials and the departure of key executives, NYCB's decisions spooked investors, leading to a sharp decline in the company's stock value the incident underscores the complex interplay between regulatory oversight, organizational decision-making, and market volatility within the banking sector. The move also highlights the challenges faced by financial institutions in navigating regulatory requirements and market dynamics, which could have ripple effects on shareholder portfolios and overall market stability. As investors grapple with the implications of NYCB's actions, we should also be aware of the broader implications for banking regulations and the potential impact on the global financial landscape. All right, that's a wrap for this week's episode of fin Weekly. If you wanna learn more about the programs and resources we've made available to you to help you to boost your financial intelligence, go ahead and navigate over to byfiq.com, which stands for Boosting Your Financial IQ. I hope you have a great week, and until next time, take care of yourself. Cheers.